Welcome back to the HR Happy Hour Show with Trish and Steve. Trish, Happy New Year on the podcast officially. We have talked in this year on the work break a few times, but first podcast of the year, Trish. That's happy right. 2021. How are you? I'm good. Happy, happy 2021. Isn't that good to say? That makes me happy. I think so. I think it is good to say, and hopefully things will uh, only get better, right? Uh, Trish, here's a simple random question of the day. What's the number one thing you hope to do in 2021 that maybe you didn't get to do in 2020 because of the circumstances uh, with the pandemic? There's one thing I said, boy, I can't wait to do that. What is it? Okay, so the the broader answer, I guess, is travel. Travel, just really go anywhere. Just have flexibility. Um, I'm trying to think, though, like locally, is there anything that I would just really want to do? I, you know what it is. I just want to watch my kid play football. There you go. That's it. I just want to see Jack play football. It's so heartbreaking. Um, and again, you know, it's not all about me, but it kind of is because this <laughs> is our show. Um, you know, you take your kid to, to football since he's five. I've said it, I'd love to add up the, the numbers of hours. And if you think about it, we've done so many HR happy hours where I have been at football practice when he was like six, seven, eight <laughs> years old, remember? Yeah, I remember doing that. I yeah. even did one with uh, Eric Weingartner when he was with me at football practice. Um, but yeah, then he finally makes it, right? He's, he's on varsity. He's a starter. It's his junior year of high school. It's going to be Friday Night Lights and then COVID hits. And yeah, I just want to yeah. watch football. That's How fun. about you? I was thinking the travel thing too, but I guess more specifically, I would say traveling out of the country again, which we're still mm. for the most part, not, not able to do. So right. whether it's like one of those cool places you've gotten to go to in the past that you love, like a Spain or Singapore, both on my list, or maybe somewhere new, that would be fun too. But yeah, maybe towards the end of the year, we can, we can do that again and get it. So that'd be it probably. Yeah. For me, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So hopefully it'll be, uh, it'll be able to, all those things will be able to happen in 2021. So Trish, this I is a special so. show. We're going to just bang this out. You and I are going to talk. This is kind of our, our Rose Parade show that we like to do every year. Usually my favorite show. Yeah, Maybe Trish just kind of share why we do the Rose Parade <laughs> show each year. Like why that's so important to you. It, you know, it just goes back to when I was a little girl. I don't know why that parade stood out, but every single year, I can't even think of a year where I've missed watching the Rose Parade. Um, and this is the first year, actually, I didn't tweet it with my Twitter friends who were all into it as well. But no, I've watched it every single year. And at some point when I became an adult, um, I, I just started paying attention to the themes of the parade. And it felt like that was a really good way to think about the coming year. And I'm not a big resolution person, but always the themes of the parade. If you look back on my blog, for example, I tend to write about how that might impact the year. And so, yeah, not having um, the normal live Rose Parade, Tournament of Roses officially, um, has been difficult. So we thought we would do the show anyway for anyone who doesn't follow it or hadn't watched it, it was done completely virtual this year. And there were some highlights for sure, but not as good as the normal, the normal thing. And my lifelong dream, as odd as it sounds, is one day I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to sit in the stands and watch that, the parade because I love it. I, I love yeah. all of it. Maybe How January 1 of 2022, which is the scheduled next uh, go-round. <sighs> So we maybe that's my, that's my goal. Yeah. yeah. I need so to go. To, we want to talk a little bit about the theme a little bit and about some other things that we're uh, sort of looking forward mm -hmm. to in 2021 as well. But we should thank Trish, um, both our sponsors, 
uh, work human and paychecks. They've been uh, with us all year. They're into the new year with us too. And uh, yeah, I can't say enough about how, how great it's been to work with them. Absolutely. You know, um, first of all, work human, you know, we've been, we've been friends with them, been to their, been to their events before it was even called work human, uh, for well over a decade. And, and we really do mean it when we say like, we think not only are they great people, they have a great, you know, great solutions. Um, we wouldn't work with them if we thought otherwise, but it's actually been really helpful as individuals, we've talked about a little, this before with Mood Tracker, which is one of their free solutions, you know, anyone can go get. Um, it, it's just been really helpful because I think it helps us connect more as individuals and as a company. And I think it's good to take a moment and think about your own sort of mental situation each day, right? And to track your own moods. So yeah, they've, they've done a lot. Um, people can check them out. They also have a new book, Making Work Human, which is on Amazon. You can go out there and check that out now. And again, they have a couple books out there, but you know, huge companies work with them. So yeah, we're really proud to work with them. I know you, uh, you and I both too have really, really strong connections with Paychex over yes, the years. Paychex, uh, one of the yeah. leading providers of HR payroll, blah, blah, blah. You know all this. The thing about Paychex is two things. One thing, Trish, I don't think I've ever actually said on the show when we talked about Paychex this year is maybe I have it, but I'll say it again. The first time I was an independent contractor, when I first mm-hmm. left corporate a job and was on, I was consulting an independent contractor. I was doing Oracle implementation consulting as an independent contractor. So I set up my own little company back then. This is like 98, 99 timeframe, something like that. Okay. Paychecks did my payroll. I was a company of one. One. Are you serious? Yeah, that was my payroll provider, you know, because they were, uh, I think I'd already moved to Rochester (laughs) at the time. So like, I need a payroll company and Paychecks is based out of Rochester payroll. And I remember I used to call in my payroll, like, because I had kind of a standard amount I was getting paid or paying myself right through right. my company. And I would, I literally, I think I, I called on the phone and said, yeah, this is Steve. My, my company ID numbers, one, two, three, whatever it was. I had some, you know, yeah, ID number. And I said, yeah, run the payroll. I like, I think I ran it monthly or they ran it monthly. I, I didn't do anything. They ran it monthly and, for you. And they took care of everything. I got a check right, in the mail or direct deposit, however it works. So uh, now see, I, I wish you had told us that sooner, but that's just it, a good example. I of, sort of forgot of these, about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. These relationships are deep, right? This isn't just like, oh, sponsor our show. This is like, they're, they're good people. It's a good, good product. Yeah, I mean, I, that's like a 20-year-old deal, around what I'm it talking really about. Is, that's how yeah. long ago it was. I think so, you need to let them know. Hey, hey, Paycheck. I don't know why I didn't know. think of it until just now. Yeah. So um, anyway. Well, and you know what? I, I was going to say they have great COVID research uh, and services out there. Please go check if you, if you're, I mean, other companies have some stuff out there as well too, but yeah, Paychex has done so much uh, with the pandemic and making different um, bits of information available. And they have their, um, you know, their Paychex Pulse of HR survey out there too, which as a practitioner, uh, if I would have had something like that, that would have made my life a lot easier. So yeah, yeah so thanks thanks to WorkHuman and to Paychex as well for all their support. So Trish, no parade, right? And I didn't realize this. So I, I, on January 1st, whatever time it came on here in the, East, in mm-hmm. the Eastern time zone, I turned yeah. on the parade and I, I was so dumb. I, I, I'm like, are they having the parade? I didn't read up on it. I figured I'll just watch the parade to prep for when we were going to do this show. And it took me a few minutes to catch on the fact that, wait a minute, this is not actually a live parade. This is- It was Kermit the Frog. A different way to present the parade and, and kind of show some behind the scenes stuff, show some clips, show some highlights. 
this morning I went on the website, the Road, Tournament of Roses website, Trish, just to verify everything. And so the theme that was going to be for this year, which will now roll over to next year's three words. It's simple. It's dream, believe, achieve. That's going to be the theme. So I think maybe we'll just call it our theme for this year, right? Since it's, it, it was for the parade that didn't happen. And I thought that was kind of cool to think about it. Like you said, like, so I started thinking about like, what would be some things I hope like I'm dreaming for in this year, right? Mm-hmm. What are some things sort of believe what to be, kind of believe? And I kind of interpret that as how can we give back a little bit more, both like what we're right. doing on this show and what I'm doing personally, and then achieve like, what, what do I hope to really achieve this year? Both you know, personally, professionally, that's kind of, it's kind of a good way to think about it, I think. Yeah. And see, I, I do think that their themes, they really do put thought into it. And, it. and it is kind of nice to have, again, you're not setting goals or resolutions around it, but it's just a guide, right? A, a guide, a vision, a positivity that, that takes you. Um, it's funny, I wrote down the same thing. Um, one of the things, you know, I, maybe let's talk about believe a little bit first, because okay. I like how you sort of sort of framed that around giving back right and and while the parade was very different they showed a lot of clips from prior years which of course i love you know i love all the old floats and everything but one that they did which was actually a new float this year um and i want to get this right it was from donate life did you see that portion i did that was actually really cool what they did yeah so for people that aren't aware, Donate Life, you can go to donatelife.net. Um, it's for organ donation, and it's to bring awareness to the fact that there are over 110,000 people right now with life-threatening diseases um, that are waiting on on a donor, and, and they need those. And um, while 95% of Americans say that they think that is a great thing, only 58% of us have actually signed up to be organ donors. Wow. Okay. And so- I don't know if it's in every state. I know in, in the state of Illinois where I live, you can do that on your driver's license, right? So if, if you do that, or you can go to donatelife.net. But their float, uh, definitely, if, if you do nothing else, like with the parade, uh, if you go on YouTube, they have that little portion. It's like a minute. It's not even a whole huge section. But what they did was they took pictures of organ donors from this past year, um, young and old, babies all the way you know up to elderly. And they took their photos and then used flowers and seeds and all sorts of things to like make, make the photo into what would go on the float. And so they still made the float. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's something that can't last till next year. But yeah, well, anyway. I guess not. Because I mean, the thing, amazing thing about these floats, oh, this particular float, and all of them is all the organic material, right? Like other right. than the, the 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 framing and the steel structures and the, the things that hold things up, right? But all all the decorations seem to me like that's the rule. Maybe everything has to be some sort of organic material, like on, on the the outside parts of the floats themselves. So you're right. I I don't think it can last forever, but um, really super, super cool. I was kind of a sad in a way, but kind of inspiring too. And it was a good story. And one in particular, uh, one of the organ donors happened to be just a really young child. I don't know how young, but that one stood out to me where uh, that the, the, there was some sort of illness or something, and uh, the the parents elected to donate organs from their young child, and they said they saved five other little kids, like mm-hmm. who needed organs for various reasons. That one donor saved five. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, it's an awful tragedy for to lose your child, but then right. they saved five other families from tragedies of their own, right? By be, be being yeah. that kind of selfless. So uh, really good. I'm glad you brought that up, Trish. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that one. I think too, and and 
you know, people have different beliefs on this, but I think that, you know, there are definitely been people, for example, who donate, you know, their heart or whatever, and then it's in another person and then your family meets that person and that's still your heart. Like there's some connection still, you still feel good about that. So um, yeah, the yeah. stories were amazing. I was definitely tearing up during that portion, but um, it really, you know, I kind of wanted to talk about too, we've done a lot on the show um, when you, when you're talking about maybe achieve, we've really spent uh, the quarantine year. I'm going to call it cause I'm not going to call 2021 quarantine year. Cause I feel like we're going to get out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But our quarantine year of 2020, we really um, started doing more shows that were less about technology, right? Because we do, we did a number of those and we still do some, but we've started to do more over time um, around things like organ donation, right? So we've done shows on um, hearing impairment, right? Mm -hmm. We did a show, uh, number 428, back with CSD Works, who are helping hearing impaired people find work. one of one of I know your favorite shows was one we did with a really really great Oracle customer, uh, the Industries for Blind and Visually Impaired. Remember that one? We actually sure got did. to do that, that one was in a great person. Show. We did that one in person be- right before the um, the pandemic hit, and that was you know just again really valuable of putting people who are not able to see to work. And I know there's there are other organizations that do that as well, but you know I think that in a time where people are working remote and working differently. This is a perfect time to start thinking about maybe you can be hiring people who are visually impaired, hearing impaired, you know, to join your team. Mm-hmm. Um, we also did one on autism. Do you remember that one? I do. That was right? one of my very favorite shows of 2020. Like if I had to pick like top five shows of 2020, just my personal favorites, that yeah. definitely is in my top five. Yeah, about helping helping people uh, who are on the autism spectrum and helping improve their their access to job opportunities, and then help, help helping them, supporting them to help them try to succeed once they get into jobs. Yeah, that was a great show. Absolutely, that was with the Frist Center for Autism, and I believe they're based at Vanderbilt, right? Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt University. University, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and um, people can check that out. That's show number four twenty one. The thing that was interesting too about that was. Um, I love when topics happen and then it feels like when I go out into the world or talk to people on the phone or on zoom or whatever, you start meeting people that need that show. So we had a lot of feedback on that show and people saying, Hey, I have an autistic child. I have an autistic family member, whatever. And that was really helpful getting resources. And it made me even think back to, again, this is maybe a couple of years ago, two, three years ago when we interviewed, um, with SAP mm-hmm. and they were actually doing quite a bit of hiring themselves of autistic uh, employees who are excellent performers. Right. Yeah. So here in our own space, you know, people hiring in HCM technology, uh, autistic workers, which I think is great. So it's nice when it kind of all comes full circle. Um, one of my favorites, you were talking about favorites. I really loved, we did a show on autoimmune disease support. I remember you that remember one. that one? Sure. Yeah. Right. With pink fortitude. That was actually last January. It's been a year that was pre pandemic. Wow. Um, but again, I think, you know, the, the point is, is that with all these type of shows, we actually just did a mental health show. I think yeah. you know, what, two with MetLife just a few weeks ago with MetLife. Um, and we bring these up because in thinking about the parade and kind of the themes and and donate life, right? It's sort of like, how can you actually start giving back? And I think a lot of times, um, especially in a pandemic, you start pulling away maybe from doing that because we're all so focused inward. 
Um, but a lot of these organizations actually have opportunities for you to get involved online, um, virtually, helping them with promotion, helping them with fundraising and that sort of thing. Yeah, so and I think maybe what, that's a good goal. Those are great. Uh, that's great advice, Trish. And I think what we should do, you know, maybe after the show or in the next couple of days is let's make a little collection of the shows that you mentioned and do like a special article on our yeah. website on h3hr.com you know, to just collect all of them together, put all the links, all the relevant links to the various organizations that we're talking about and just to try to showcase once again, the great work that they're doing. And I definitely hope, uh, you know, as we plan out our content calendar, right, for 2021, and we've already planned it, but as we fill it in, basically, and and schedule guests uh, in Q1, Q2, and so forth, I, you know, those are the kind of shows that I want to make sure we do, we do more of maybe, uh, and and make sure we, we hit topics that are important, right? Because you're right. It's, it's fine to say, okay, hey, we've got some important updates around, I don't know, compliance technology for HR. And like, we know that the show is listened to by lots of HR people, and that's important to them. But at the same time, right, there's the other things that uh, deserve a, a light to be sh- shown on them and um, helping people, right, and giving back and helping people get access to opportunity, right? Because I just did an elect, we have the Alexa show, right, still, and I did one this morning because uh, the jobs report came out this morning and there's so many people still out of work, so many people who can't get back into work. COVID is still keeping people away from even mm-hmm. seeking work, right? So many people out there need help for a variety of reasons. Uh, so anything that we can do to just, anything we can do to shine light on organizations or opportunities or resources to help people and help organizations to help people, right? Because we know most of the people who listen to this show are right. people who are in HR, in, in organizations, and how can, you know, what are the resources to help them? Even things, something like, uh, I don't know, it might not have been 2020, it might have been longer ago, but remember the show we did w- about with the mom project, right? Which was the oh, organization that's right. that, that helps, you know, about new, a year ago. new mothers get back into the workplace and connect them with the kinds of companies that are really well known for supporting women in the workplace and specifically mothers in the workplace. That was a great show, right? So uh, more on that as well. I'd love to do in, in 2021 too. So yeah, so that's going to be exciting. What about achieve? I want to achieve something. What can, we, what can we achieve in 2021? I want to get, I want to get better at something. I need to like figure that out. You know, that's, oh gosh, that's such a good question. So um, my achieve, I don't even, I can't believe I'm going to say this like publicly because then I'm like totally, totally committed. Um, so I do have plans, hopefully, depending on what happens with the vaccine and whatnot, to go to Croatia, Croatia, Austria, um, that whole area. Okay. Um, and that will hopefully happen in the next year. So again, with that in mind, um, I'm actually, I've been learning Croatian. Wow. So just, I just started at the beginning of the year. I have an app on my phone, which is really cool. It's called, uh, it's called Croatian, Nemo Croatian, right? And I get daily, I, you can pick how many words a day you want to learn. So maybe it's learning a foreign language. So for me, that's going to be my achieve. I don't know that I plan to be fluent, but I plan to be able to, uh, to at least maneuver around a little bit. And I also learned, I don't know, you might be into this kind of thing. Um, like for Croatian, for example, there's a podcast that on like what you need to know and how to speak when you go to Croatia, like okay. as, as a visitor. So I know you mentioned like world travel. So like if there was a, a, a country that you want to go to, maybe that you haven't been or yeah. that you want to brush up a little, maybe that's it. Maybe the achieve is like learning 
you know, more than just a word or two. Yeah, that's a funny. I used to listen to, I don't think, I think they don't do it any longer, but the, I, when we first started getting engaged with the Chinese folks and going to China, I've been to China, you, you as well, a number of times over the last few years, I found this podcast. Uh, it was like two English, there was something called, something called like two English girls living in China. That was with the really? podcast. And it was like two English girls who lived in China, were residents in China. They worked there. And, but the, the podcast was in English. But the yeah. podcast was about what's life like in China for an expat, right? And I wasn't, I wasn't really seriously thinking about trying to become an expat in China, but, but right. it just helped you learn a lot more about customs and the culture and how things get done over there. And I listened, to, I listened to quite a number of them, probably 15 or 20 episodes, like in that time when wow. the first couple of years we were going over there. And it was pretty interesting. Not everything was really relevant because like, they would do an episode like, what happened? Well, maybe it could have been if you got sick over there, but like, what, what's, what's it like to go to the hospital in China? Like what, what, you know, it yeah, has I a different thing stuff to know, yeah, right? in our experience. So that was pretty cool. And, and, and some of it was a little more practical about how do you get a resident permit or and things like that. But um, it was kind of interesting. It did help me learn a little bit more about the, about the country uh, along the way. So yeah, that's really cool. I think, I, you know, I've got some fitness goals for me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm never, I don't think I'm ever going back to the gym. I, I don't think I'm ever going back. Really? I have not set okay. foot in my gym since. In fact, Trish, you told me don't go to the gym, whatever day that I was. I did tell you. I was early like, on in the pandemic. We were chatting one day. I think that was April. I was like, stop and it. I, and I was like, I'm thinking about going to the gym. Should I go to the gym? Is it okay? And you're like, don't go to the gym. And so mm -hmm. I didn't. And I managed to acquire a few pieces of equipment. I need some more. But uh, I think I've done pretty well with the home-based workout regime, you know, that I've been on since March. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going back. But uh, yeah, I'll... Uh, I'll update, I'll update Good. you along the way. My first fitness goal was a, a running goal, which uh, uh, we record this on January 8th. I'm well short of being on pace for already. <laughs> I'm already behind pace for my running goal for 2021. So I've got to get back out there uh, this weekend. But yeah, so uh, I'm excited about that. And just, I guess, Trish, we, we just wanted to have a quick conversation really just to sort of say happy 2021 to everybody and listeners for us to chat for a little bit without a guest too, because I right. like the shows with the guests, but it also like sometimes we get to do, do our, our thing on the, on the podcast. The, um, the other thing I'm really excited about, and this is really all credit to you, and I'm excited about to continue in 2021, was kind of the new thing you created, which was our, our video series, The Work Break Show, which we do just about every work day, right? It's a live stream wow. video show, which uh, has become a really fun thing for us, a good outlet. It's a good way for us to connect with people, have a little mm -hmm. bit of fun at the end of the day. I, I'm thinking about yesterday's where... We, we did it at like 5.30 Eastern time. We both had a cocktail, <laughs> right, as we did it, which yeah. was fun. Yeah. So uh, I want to thank you for that. That's been super Aww. fun and, and turn people on to that as well. So you can check that out. Follow Trish on Twitter or follow a, at HR Happy Hour and you'll, uh, you'll see that. And go to hrhappyhour.net where all the archives of, of this show, the Alexa show, and the Work Break shows, they're all there, hrhappyhour.net, which our colleague Karen Hunter maintains and keeps up for us. And she does a great job uh, at that. So that, that's it. I just wanted to mention that. Thank you. Yeah, that's been a fun, that's been a fun thing. You know what? I think too, um, we work together some, right, on some things and some, some things we don't. Um, but we don't always get a chance to just chit chat or rarely, right? So I do think that it's in a weird way. We used to once in a while when we were both in corporate, like talk on the phone, like during the commute. Remember those days? I do. We'd fight about things. We would like disagree about things. And we always said like, we'd get, I'd get to work and you'd be like, oh, we should have recorded that for the show. Well, like now, so this is kind of like, you get to see us for 10 minutes a day, kind of 
hash things out, right? So it really is. It's just you and I talking. We don't plan it. It's just sort of whatever comes up, comes up. I know I said once one day when we went live, we hadn't talked at all the entire day. No. And you just said, we're going live. And I I remember thinking like, it is incredible how little we prepare for this show. (laughs) You know what though? But I think that's it. That's what works is when you're just being natural. I mean, sure, we can do things um, like the podcast where we do have guests and it's a little more planned. But even then, we're pretty casual with, you know, we just want to talk to really interesting people. So I guess that's the, the last thing I'd close on is um, in, or in terms of dream. It's like, I would love to have some new guests on. If you haven't been on the podcast with us before and you're listening, please come on. I don't care if you're a practitioner, if you're a vendor, it doesn't matter. It, please come on and talk with us um, because every single person that we've ever talked to has a really unique, interesting story. And that's really what it's about. Just connecting with other people and, trying to find people that um, are somewhat like you and maybe somewhat not like you. Right. Yeah. To, that's to great. That's a good, that's a good thought. So you can, yeah. And you can, and if you want to like send us some info, you want to want to give us a pitch, we get a ton yeah, of pitches, pitch. but hrhappyhour.net, there's a form on there. You can fill that out. We get it. We read them all. And uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. All right, Trish, I think we got to get out of here. I'm going to turn this around in the next 20 minutes and post it. Why not? So Thanks again to Work Human and to Paychex for all their support. Uh, and uh, thank you, Trish. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me for a little bit today. Yeah, happy new year. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Remember to subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend. Uh, it's going to be a great year. Look forward to spending more time with you on the HR Happy Air Show. For Trish McFarland, my name's Steve Bose. Thanks for joining us today. We will see you next time. And bye for now.